at DXL. Okay, let's do this. As we go into the world of the haters. Don't be hating. Just living the dream. I love that. You know what? I will have some meatloaf. Let's have some meatloaf. You want some? I knew you'd go. Hey, Mom! The meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! What is she doing? I never know what she's doing back there. Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Watson takes a snap, rolls right, looks at the end zone. Hunter and Bo caught it. Touchdown! 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 With a second left, Watson hits Renfro. And Clemson grabs a 34-31 lead and is one second away from the second national championship in school history. It's my pleasure to present the national championship trophy to Coach Davo Sweeney and the Clemson Tigers. The sea was angry that day, my friends. Like an old man trying to send back soup in a deli. Stands head and shoulders over everybody else. He is a world champion on his own. He is actually 6'5 with the Afro 6'9. Pretty good dribbler. All you do is dribble. I have to dribble. If I give it to you, you just shoot. You're a chucker. <laughs> That's right. Every time you get the ball, you shoot. I can't believe you called me a chucker. No way I'm a chucker. I do not chuck. Never chuck. Never have chucked. Never will chuck. No chuck. <laughs> you chuck. Barry takes a shotgun snap, back to pass. Here comes pressure, and he's down. Farrell gets him, sacks him all the way back at the eight-yard line. Booyah! That's what we call a sack lunch. Nom, 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 nom. There was a time in this country when sports were revered. But people today, their values are all out of whack. All around the clock, sports all the time. That's the concept of the news. Oh, that's never going to work. Roy Philpott on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. Hey, good afternoon on this Tuesday, second day of May 2017. Safe and sound once again here inside the Blue Ridge Security Solutions Studios at 105.5 The Roar. Hanging out with Kelly Graham. Like, where is upper management? Where is upper management right now? What is going on with Ben Milstead? Where is upper management? Where, where, where? Where, where is he? You know, it's a great question, Roy. <laughs> I just do what I'm told, and therefore I'm here. And it's he? it's I, always I a pleasure. Wanna, I, just, I miss him. I, I just want to hear. I just want to hang out. I want to want to talk to my buddy. I always enjoy talking to you. We do great radio. I, I got no beef at all. I just want to know where upper management. I is. understand some sort of meeting, I believe. But he should be back, I think, at the end of this segment. So he says. That, that's what I heard. So he Don't says. Don't shoot the messenger. He's in demand right now. A lot of things going on here at the station, so I get it. Roy Philpot here in the studio. Great to have you with us as always. 654-7627. The phone number, 654-ROAR. If you see upper management running around the Clemson area, tell him, direct him back towards the world headquarters <laughs> at 105.5 The Roar. That would be tremendous. Coming up on the show today, good friend Daniel Shirley, sports editor of the Macon Telegraph. Joins us in our second hour. We'll talk a little bit about the aftermath of UGA spring game. Some Atlanta Braves, your Atlanta Braves, NFL draft leftovers. Want to get into some of those as we go through the show today as well, even without our good friend Daniel Shirley. But he'll join us at 125. A little update on the NBA playoffs. I know KG was watching last night. ESPN updates us as well. The way too early top 25. And of course, and this really is a beautiful thing. If you're a Clemson fan and you listen to the show, you know where I'm coming from. But, but of course, and they're updated way too early, preseason top 25, Clemson drops. <laughs> Tigers drop a spot. It's it's magnificent. It's beautiful. I hope by the time August 1 rolls around, they like the, the Tigers fall out of the top 15. That would be Go ahead and start with like number 17. That would be tremendous. That would be tremendous. You know where I'm coming from on that. But the, the strange news is Alabama also fell in the way too early top 25 poll. And a random team, which in my estimation has no business being number one, it's a new number one team, but we haven't played a game. We haven't really done much of anything outside of spring practice. And yet some rando team is now at the top of the way too early top 25. I don't even know why this is news, but I guess it's news because we're so starved for 
College Football Insight here in the early part of May, some hundred and something days out from the actual start of the season. Talk about that as we go through the show. Uh, Tigers fall a couple spots in the latest major baseball polls. Uh, No surprise, most projections still have Clemson, though, as a national seed. I feel pretty good about saying I I think that's going to be the case by the end of the season. Uh, The upcoming series against Louisville is going to be critical there. We'll talk more about that as we go through the show. Braves lost last night and uh, some NFL draft leftovers. 43 players selected from the ACC. And an interesting little nugget out on Twitter this morning. uh, Ranking or rating the players that were drafted going all the way back to their high school days. How many five stars were drafted? How many four stars were drafted? How many three stars or two stars or unranked players, according to at least one major recruiting services? How how many of those uh, prospects were actually drafted this year in the NFL selection process? I want to talk about that because it's interesting. And, of course, we'd love to talk about it with you, 654-7627, on the Northland Communication phone lines. The text line's open as well, 986-1566. And in case you missed it last night, I honestly, I, I got to own something right now. I'm really embarrassed by this. I'm really embarrassed by it. I'm surprised nobody caught it. And, and maybe somebody did catch it, and they just kind of went back to look, and it wasn't there, so maybe you just thought it didn't exist. I don't really know. But can I tell you what I did last night? I'm watching the Cavaliers-Raptors fourth quarter. To, no, to the surprise of no one, Cleveland basically just had their way with Toronto. Uh, they flipped the switch, I guess. or The Eastern Conference just really stinks. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's a little bit of both. But Cleveland, undefeated in the playoffs, off an eight-day layoff, looked pretty good last night against Toronto. And so I was very curious about the next game that was going to be on. All right, who else is playing? Does this series interest me? And will I watch game one of this series in its entirety. And I knew it was the Western Conference semis. Wasn't sure if it was Golden State, Utah, or Houston, San Antonio. I don't like the Rockets. I don't like James Harden. I don't like the way that they play basketball. I I really don't. If you watch their uh, opening series, oh, good grief, who was it against? Uh, Oklahoma City. If you watch that that first-round series against OKC, at times – it was unwatchable because all it was is lazy butt Ryan Anderson sitting five feet behind the three-point arc, launching up brick after brick, and then James Harden flip-flopping his way to the foul line. I don't know how many different ways on just garbage call after garbage call. And then, like, the other three guys standing around watching those two just flip and flop and flail all over the place. It was awful. It was honestly it's one of the worst series I've ever seen, and I like Russell Westbrook, and I like the way the Thunder kind of do their thing right now, minus Kevin Durant. And it was awful basketball. I and I and So I don't like the Rockets as a result. And I don't really feel good saying that because I used to like the Rockets and now I just don't. And I like the way that they play. So before that game started last night, I'm really embarrassed to admit this. I hate talking about it. I'm just going to do it. I'm thinking to myself, there's no way that not only are they going to get swept in this series, they're probably not going to win a single quarter in this series. And so I just posted very briefly on Twitter, just for a split second, I just posted Spurs by 30. Because that was my feeling going into game one. San Antonio was just going to blow them out by 30. And there was no doubt in my mind, if I had $100,000 to wager on the game, I would have put it all on the Spurs, minus a six and a half. There's no way Houston's going to keep it close. There's no way. I just wrote Spurs by 30. And I I don't know that I've ever felt more confident about a tweet ever than that one. And so that tweet exists for like five or six minutes. (laughs) It it existed for just a very brief period of time because I watched the start of the game and San Antonio comes out, nails like a mid-range jumper. Houston comes down, nails a mid-range jumper. And then James Harden with somebody right in his grill drills a three from the corner. I'm like, wait a second. And then it's five to two, and then it's eight to four, and then it's eleven to four, and I was like, delete. <laughs> I was gonna say I went and looked, and that tweet no longer exists. Oh no, no, no! I deleted that tweet. <laughs> you have to at that point. Oh, I did. No, I, I deleted it when, and and San Antonio may have scored another basket after that, but you you could just feel the vibe of that game, and it was just so wrong. If you were pulling for the dirty Spurs, Tom says on the text line, Lamarcus Aldridge didn't belong on the court. It felt like he did. Like, he passed up a mid-range shot from the baseline, which is his spot early in that game. I mean, what, are you, what are you doing, dude? Like, that's why the Spurs pay you all this money to make those boring shots like you're a poor man's Tim Duncan. 
Get back on the court and make that shot when it's open, you seven-footer. Houston took them to the woodshed. I, I was stunned. I was absolutely shocked. In San Antonio, they won by 26, and Kelly, they led by as many as 39 points in that game at one point last night. I was totally stunned by that contest. And I I don't know what to make of Houston or San Antonio or the rest of this series. It doesn't matter because neither one of these teams are going to beat Golden State in a seven-game set. But still, for the purpose of this conversation today, now in the heart of the Western Conference semis, I, I don't know what to expect from the Rockets. They're not going 22 of 50 from long range, you know, in game two. But still, I was just blown away by what they did last night because I thought they looked really ho-hum against OKC, and it was really awful basketball against the Thunder. Last night, it was kind of the exact opposite. I don't even know what to think right now about the NBA. The Rockets are hot, and I think they exploited San Antonio's lack of depth and lack of youth. The Rockets were really quick. They play so quick. They play that D'Antoni seven seconds or less offense, and it's almost a reincarnation of those Phoenix Suns with Steve Nash, but with a better and more MVP-esque player running the offense in James Harden. I hate James Harden. I I cannot watch James Harden play basketball. I get it, Roy, because you're a Dallas guy, so you hate Houston. Right. I love the Spurs, so I hate Houston. You and I just have no love here for Houston. But when they play that quick, the Spurs, as as, people used to always say this, and I was always saying, you're not watching the same game. You just want to call them old because they have older players, but they're not playing old. The Spurs played old last night. Very, they they could not keep up. With they the were a step slow. Yes, in, in their defensive rotations, they missed open looks early, and so they looked very, to quote our good friend Walt Abtula, pedestrian at times. <laughs> they they did look old. Yeah, I would say this because your basketball, your, your background's playing college basketball, at Clemson. What are the principles? The seven seconds or less, or less. You're just trying to get up a shot that yes. quick. So that's what D'Antoni did with the Suns right. back in Steve Nash's MVP seasons. It was a seven seconds or less offense, and you a lot of those shots you get up want to be threes. And the Rockets have embraced it even more. The Rockets are shooting more threes than almost anyone. It's a team full of chuckers. That, that's what they are. And James Harden is the perfect player to trigger that offense. Steve Nash worked at the time because he was a great point guard. He could distribute. He could shoot. And he was quick. But James Harden has all those attributes and he's 6'6". And he's a physical specimen. So when you add those in there, he's the perfect guy to trigger the offense. Plus, he gets fouled all the time. All right, so I'm with you a thousand percent on all that minus the physical specimen. I I, I think he looks like the Pillsbury Doughboy. Compared to Steve Nash. Oh, oh, I mean, I I, I guess he's a bigger version, but I honestly... He's a bigger, stronger version. Not a spe- okay. I he take needs back to get his fat specimen. tail in the weight room a little bit. I, he's got <laughs> I'll some take baby back fat specimen. on him. But he's a more physically imposing version of okay. Steve Nash. So he's a little taller. That that's what I yeah, to taller, to stronger, more athletic. All right, maybe. I, I guess. I mean, Steve Nash was ultra quick. He was. I mean, he Nash was. would get under the rim, then dribble outside, and then fire a no look skip pass to a wide open. Oh, I don't know, Mario Ellie in the corner or something. Somebody Sean like Marion. that from two thousand four. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was, I think he was underrated quick, underrated athletic. I he was the MVP of the, of the uh, NBA was. two straight years. And with D'Antoni. And so that's kind of the whole the whole situation there. James Harden, I think, attacks the basket a little better, looks for a shot a little more, yeah. and gets to the foul line more than Steve Nash. He gets to the foul line. Now, now, now part of it's brilliant with what Part of it does. is an art. Part of it is art because this is what he does. He will get in the armpit of an opposing defender and will try to shoot coming up and under the arm of the defender. And so what happens is his arms lock up with the defender's arms and the official at that juncture is forced to blow the whistle, indicating a foul on the defensive player, where really the heart and soul of those kinds of sequences with James Harden, to me, is more along the lines of a flop because you're forcing the contact with the defender underneath his arm and putting him in just kind of a helpless position where, you know, it, it forces the official to, to, to make the call. And it's really, I, I don't think it should be a call. I don't know what it should be. And I don't think the NBA understands what it should be. At one point in the series against OKC, towards the end of game five, Harden went to the charity stripe 10 different occasions after being fouled on three-point attempts. Think about that for a second. They gave the stat during that game. He averaged going to the line more than one time a game, getting fouled on three pointers. That's unheard of. I mean, that is, I mean, that's like the cardinal sin in basketball is fouling a shooter on a three point attempt. 
it's almost like the NBA hasn't figured out how to officiate James Harden. And to his credit, I mean, it's part genius, but if you're not a fan of the Rockets, it's really, really, really annoying to watch that guy flip and flop and flail all over the court. I, I don't enjoy watching that kind of basketball. And then furthermore, with the Rockets, it's Harden at the top of the key, five feet behind the three-point arc, which, you know, he's willing to shoot from there. And then it's four guys spreading the court, all standing there watching him. Every once in a while, there's an alley-oop. Every once in a while, Harden penetrates, gets to the line. Every once in a while, he does that and then tosses it out to Ariza or Lou Williams or, God forbid, Ryan Anderson. R- Ryan Anderson is, I, I, I don't even know who this guy is. I, I can't stand him. <laughs> I cannot stand him. He, he shoots these set shots from 40 feet, and apparently he was good in the regular season. He was 3-24 against OKC in the first round. He was god-awful. It's tough to watch Houston unless... They drained 22 of 53 point attempts last night. They shot the three ball 50 times, 50 times on the road at San Antonio and connected on 22. All right, that's interesting. All right, if you're going to be that hot from distance, I kind of want to see what you're doing. You could compare the Rockets to the Warriors in a sense, but the Warriors play, it seems more of a, a type of basketball that flows, right? The Rockets just have no, I mean, it is literally James Harden and the Seven Dwarves, yeah. and it's just whoever's making right. threes yeah. at that instant. I'm with you, boy. Golden State is free-flowing. I got guys moving around. I, I don't know what Draymond Green's going to do next. You don't either, but, man, we want to find out. And they got Curry, and I got Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson can catch, square, and shoot as quick as any player I've ever seen in the game. And just the pureness of the stroke itself is sweet, right? I mean, that... That is gorgeous to watch. Steph it's, Curry is like the, the reincarnation of Steve Nash when he was 27, uh, except he's an even more dangerous shooter, mm-hmm. right? I mean, so, and then they've got other pieces that kind of free flow around them. But, I mean, they're they're moving, they're going. Nobody's standing around in the Golden State offense. So, I mean, there's, there's a little bit of a difference, but I understand what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, two of the most beautiful shots I think I've ever seen. Just fun to watch. And they're fun to watch. Unless you're a Rockets fan, you really don't enjoy watching the Rockets because James Harden, I think the word is he's exploiting the officiating in the NBA. He's taking advantage. There's loopholes that he's taking advantage of. You can call it smart. You can call it annoying. But in the end, it's getting him points. Talk some college football coming up. ESPN updates. It's way too early. Top 25. Why did Clemson fall? Why did Alabama fall? Why did Ohio State rise? All the way to the top. Very awkward. Do we believe in the Buckeyes again after the 31-0 beatdown in the Fiesta Bowl in a game that really wasn't that close? I don't know. Urban Meyer made some changes. We'll talk about those coming up. You want to talk with us, 654-7627. NBA playoffs on the agenda as well. I know you're out there. I know you're out there. This is the time of year that we play this game with the association. We'd love to hear from you. Give us a buzz. The Northland Communication phone lines. Back with a lot more after this. The good news, our business is growing. The bad news, we have to hire again. Uh, The searching. Where do we look? What if we hire the wrong person? Actually, we could use ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter? ZipRecruiter makes hiring fast and easy. With one click, our job would be posted to 100 leading job sites. But are the candidates any good? You bet. As soon as we post our job, ZipRecruiter starts identifying the best matches and notifies them to apply, all within minutes. Well, whether you're looking to fill one position or 20, find the best candidates fast with ZipRecruiter. Find out why ZipRecruiter has been used by hundreds of thousands of businesses in a variety of industries nationwide. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash score. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash score. ZipRecruiter.com slash score. It's Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale, where we guarantee you'll love your mattress with a 120-night money-back guarantee. And you'll love Mattress Firm's savings, too. Save up to $1,000 store-wide on the latest sleep technology from Beautyrest, Serta, and others. Plus, save up to $400 on select adjustable bases and get up to two free pillows only during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash circulars. Product offers and prices may vary in Hawaii and Alaska. It's a mother of a move, and grand opening as Purple Haze has a new location in Anderson. Voted the Upstate's best piercing studio, Purple Haze is now at 3448 Cinema Avenue in Anderson, next to Dazzler's and behind Grady's. 
body jewelry, glassware, tapestries, incense, candles, and posters, and award-winning piercing facilities and piercing professionals. Purple Haze, 3448 Cinema Avenue, Anderson, next to Dazzlers and behind Grace. Look for a new Clemson location coming soon. Hey guys, Quark here to tell you how you can get the best shave on the market. No, I'm not talking about at a drugstore. I'm not talking about one of those big brands that have gouged you for decades with inferior products. I'm talking about Harry's.com. Jeff and Andy, two ordinary guys fed up with getting ripped off, started Harry's to fix shaving, and they have. By taking less profit, by selling directly to you over the internet, they offer their blades at half the price. And here's the deal. They're so excited about getting their product to you, they can get you started with Harry's today with their great starter sets, that includes an ergonomic handle in the color of your choice, five precision engineer blades with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel and a travel blade cover, an entire month of shaving for just 15 bucks. Now, this is a great everyday deal, but just for you, I've got a special offer. We can get it for even less. We partnered with Harry's to give you $5 off that first purchase with promo code OOB5. So go to harrys.com right now and enter code OOB5 at checkout to claim your offer. That's harrys.com, code OOB5. You can't make a living walking in the woods, but you can at least get there in confidence on a set of Toyo Open Country MTs installed by the Pendleton Tire Company. Wrap those Toyos around a set of Fuel, Moto, Metal, or XD wheels. How about a lift from Rough Country, Fabtech, or McGoy's? Finish off that look with a set of NFAB step bars, and don't forget the WeatherTech floor liners. Call Joey or Zach today at 646-3694, or check us out at PendletonTire.com. Middays means three great hours of sports talk on the Roy Philpot Show. You cannot have a normal life and do this job at the same time. And now, back to Roy and Ben on WCCP 105.5 The Rule. It's kind of a weird time of year. ESPN updating their way too early top 25 college football rankings. At times I wake up in the month of May and... It feels like college football is so close. I can just reach out and touch it. I, I just, I know it's there. I feel like it's going to be here in just like a couple of weeks. I wake up some mornings. I'm like, okay, here it comes. That rumble off in the distance across the horizon is the start of the season, right? Those first couple of games, it, it, it's so close. I can taste the grass. I can smell the grills being fired up and the tailgating. I, I can just sense it. It's it, it's it's right there. I, I know it's right there. And then other days I wake up, I'm like we are still like not even on the downward turn, like just to get to the start of the season, like where ACC football kickoff, which usually is a big yawn fest, the SEC media stuff, which everybody makes to be this huge deal. And, oh, it's finally here. Honestly, it just sucks. It totally sucks. But still, it gives us something to talk about for a little bit. You know, the, the, the Dabo Golf Tournament, which, you know, here I think that we get more excited about because we get to we get to actually see coaches eye to eye and talk with them about things as opposed to just, you know, trying to project or suggest or do whatever. And so times I wake up and it, it's really, really close. And at times I wake up and then it's just we got so much time to kill between now and, and August. Is, is it like that for you? Now, I, I love the NBA playoffs. I'm going to talk more about the NBA playoffs. When the finals get here between Golden State and Cleveland, I, I've got content for you. I, I've got it stored up, ready to go. LeBron, Steph, 3-1 to one last year. I, all the different angles you can take for that series. That's where it's going. That's exactly what it's going to be. And I love to talk about it, but I, there's a big part of me, especially after what happened last year here, that is just, I'm chomping at the bit. I, I just want to get there to August. I said, August 1, quarterback battle. Let's dissect and overanalyze this puppy. You with me on this? Is not that make sense? I'm with you. I think the NFL draft kind of whets your appetite, and then you realize you still have three months to go or however many months. Is that what it is? I think it might be that. Maybe. May helps, too, because you start to get the heat, and it feels more like summer, and then you think you're almost there, you know? So it's 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 all of those yeah, things. Yeah, it's all subconscious, Roy, you know? No, I and, and that, that has a, a lot hint. to do with it. Right, and so I, I think what happened was this past weekend, watching the NFL mm-hmm. draft, and I, I watched all the first round, bits and pieces of the second and third rounds. And then kind of the end of the draft, I watched a lot of the sixth and seventh rounds. So I watched a good bit of it, but seeing all those highlights, all those college football highlights, and you go back and, oh, there's Watson, you know, completely carving up the the Alabama secondary in the fourth quarter again. Oh, wait a second. There's Carlos Watkins. Oh, there's Wayne Gallman. 
oh man, they're going to miss him next year. And so I, I start thinking about that. Or then I see other players that are no longer playing like, you know, Ryan Anderson at Bama or some of those other cats. And it just makes you reflect on the season that was, and it makes you desire the start of next year. You want that to happen quicker than what it actually is, I guess. And so it's just, it just re it, it it reaffirms all those memories that you had in early January. And now it's like, okay, okay, what do I have to do to get those back? How can I make more memories? And it's going to take a little bit of time. So I want to talk about the ESPN update here on the way too early top 25 rankings and where teams stand and what they're talking about. And all of this, of course, sets up perfectly with our thoughts and what it means for Clemson football this coming fall. Before we get to that, we're brought to you by the Kiwi Financial Group online at KiwiFG.com. Go by and see our good friends there as uh, they will get your financial life in order. Greg Strickland, or Randy Strickland, rather, Greg Wales, Clemson grad. And they understand they're not tied to any kind of big box firm. If you need to get your 401k in financial order, if you need to start a savings plan or perhaps retirement plan or you're saving for your uh, kids' college education, uh, they have got your back. Greg Wells, Randy Strickland, all on at KiwiFG.com. It is the Kiwi Financial Group. Nobody can help you out quicker. Nobody can do it better than the Kiwi Financial Group. 402 Pendleton Road in Clemson, right next door to Max Drive-In. You can call them today to get started at 654-5043, 654-5043, KiwiFG.com. They are the Kiwi Financial Group located right here in Tigertown, USA. If you want to talk with us, 654-ROAR. Upper Management joins us right now. Did, did you hear the start of the show today? I was just looking for it. I was oh, like, if, yeah. you, if you see Ben, point him in this direction. Because I, I just want to see you. Like, when you're not here when we start the show, I feel like you're out cheating on me. I, I don't know what you're doing. I, I, I don't know how to act. I don't know what to do. And, and then you're here, and I'm happy. But I just want to make sure everything's okay. Is everything okay? Everything's fine. Just... My morning got started, uh, got delayed a couple times. You a are few, very busy. There, there's few, stuff happening. Yeah, there's stuff happening. Right. A few uh, unexpected, you know, deadlines. Yeah. And you got meetings going on. You meet with people. I tell you, it's this very thing. important. So I had, there's some there's certain er- errands I have to run every day. One of which is to go get my lunch, which <laughs> is, you know, in my life it's like this, Roy. Family, right. food. Than everything else, but I mean it's one A and one B with those two, right? Yeah. You, you you gotta eat. You're, I'll like, eat with my eating. family, right? Okay, yeah. So uh, you know, I, I'm not gonna go hungry between noon and three. That's just I'm just gonna put it out there. That would equate it to interesting radio, yeah. If you were hungry, apparently people were listening, and it was like, it was like for the last twenty minutes, I just went around Clemson with a kick me sign on my back. <laughs> you know, first it's the guy who is pulling out a Bank of America. And his car is halfway out into the road. And I give him the little, not the mean honk of the horn, but the little toot of the horn, like, I can't get around you. To which he probably gives me the, you know, the two hands in the air like I'm doing something wrong. You're number one? I didn't get the new, the you're number one, but it's like, you know, the the disgust that how dare this guy tell me that I'm pulled out in the middle of the road and it's blocking traffic, etc. I'm the guy that's wrong. And then I go into my favorite restaurant, long line, but they fortunately they have a pickup a pickup uh, section of the counter. I went straight to the pickup. A gentleman comes and taps me on my shoulder. Very polite man. Very yeah. polite. Says, "Excuse me, you're breaking in line." Oh, like, said he said all these all, all these folks are all these folks here are waiting uh, are 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 already here in line. I was like. Are they all here picking up a call-in order? Because this, as you can see here under this register, again, very nice gentleman. It says pickup. This is this is creating tension in here right now. Listening to this story, it's a tense conversation. You try to be polite, but you know when the conversation starts with "Sir, I'm sorry, you're breaking." So what happened? I stay. I politely pointed out the sign. Uh huh. That I am, in fact, not breaking in line, although I could understand that really you might awkward. think that. Really it is an awkward, awkward conversation. Yeah. Puts me a little on edge. I guess so. And then I'm driving in here and you talk about college football, which puts me further on edge. <laughs> like, because I'm. Uh, I, 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 the, the fan side of me is ready for that. I am I'm, ready, I'm ready to. for. I'm ready to talk rivals and underdogs and way too early top 25 rankings courtesy of ESPN. Oh yeah. Very good. Very good. I look forward to many hot takes from you. The only thing that would make me more happy about the ESPN way too early top 25 is if we go the Mel Kuyper route and we have 
a different one every week with no rhyme or reason why they would change. Like you know, like he did with the draft. You know, that Thursday this player X is the seventh pick. Friday, player X is the 29th pick. And there's no reason for that. So I want that same thing to happen this summer where we move teams like Alabama and Clemson and Oregon and Oklahoma State, etc. We move them all around for no rhyme or reason just to get people to listen to us, which I'm convinced that's what the Mel Kuyper thing's all about. Absolutely. That was a very cleansing four minutes for us. Good. Very good. You're still number one in my book, though, right? You know that. You're, yeah, you're, thank you're number you. one. <laughs> thank you. Oh, I got the double number one from Roy Philpott across the glass. <laughs> All right. 654-7627. The Northland Communication phone lines are open. We'll talk about ESPN's way too early top 25. We'll talk some college football this afternoon. Thomas and Anderson joins us first. Thomas, good afternoon. How you doing, Roy? Very well. You are referencing the big series uh, coming up with Clemson and uh, Louisville. Mm-hmm. And considering since Louisville's being in the conference and a divisional rival with Clemson, basketball, baseball, football, and the way our last two football games have gone with Louisville and our first basketball game even in Greenville, we, we, we kind of drug them. And they paid us back last year. Here at, uh, well, it was in Louisville, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. But, uh, and then the baseball team being what it did, you know, this first year in and being what they are this year, could Louisville be a uh, rival for Clemson now in all sports? Louisville definitely is a rival. And I, I think, unfortunately, for that rivalry to take the next step, something needs to happen in football where Louisville wins. And then I think that will create more tension on this side towards that program, which is not necessarily something any of us want, but if we're just talking about it strictly being a rivalry, that would be the next step because Clemson has won all three meetings against the Cardinals on the gridiron, but all three have come down basically to the last drive of the game, the last play of the game in most circumstances. So uh, there's a lot of components there that make sense. And, And you mentioning Thomas too, across multiple sports, baseball, they're number two in the country right now. And, and I think that Honestly, they're the best team in the nation. They've got the best dual-threat player in the country in McKay. He can pitch it. He can hit it. He can do a little bit of everything. Uh, Dan McConnell's done a great job up there. Basketball with Rick Pitino. They've built their brand, their national championship contenders next season, I think. And then in football with Bobby Petrino, they've got an identity as well. It's not quite what it is in basketball, but we know that it's formidable. And their quarterback won the Heisman Trophy last year. So there's a lot of components to it that equate to the picture that you're painting. I just think the next step, in order for it to be a rivalry, Clemson fans really have to start hating a little bit more, for lack of a better word, and that requires Louisville to win. And if that happens this fall, I think we're there. I think all it takes is one game and one win by the Cardinals to get there. Well, the hate, to me, is already there because one of the other team. But the way that we won, although we did win, but Petrino going, well, not Petrino, but but. I get their names confused. It sounds so much like Petrino. Petrino going on about how their wide receiver was knocked out of bounds without knowing where the actual out of bounds was yeah. or the, the, marker, the marker was. And also with their quarterback winning the Heisman and everyone anticipated our quarterback winning the Heisman and even the talk after that. I think that's where the, the seed of hatred has come in for football. To equal what you're saying, they need to win one. Well, they, for them, they feel like they have and they should have. And this year, we're there. If it's not already, it's going to be there this year. It's yeah. more as a payback type rivalry, if nothing else. Yeah, potentially so. Yeah, thank you, my friend. We appreciate it. Six five four seven six two seven. No, I I agree with the majority of that. If Clemson goes there this year and loses, uh, people down here will will start looking at that series and that program and that athletic department and Louisville's inclusion in the ACC a lot differently than what they do right now. Right now, it's all fine. You, you beat them three straight times. All three have been nail-biters. Interesting series, interesting team, interesting quarterback, inter- interesting coach. But uh, you, you've won them all, so it's like, oh, it's a nice little team up there. Nice mm-hmm. little team they got up there. I can see that being considered a rivalry You know, five years from now. I just don't know that you have enough history with them yet. There hasn't been enough bad things happen to where you put them in that category. But look, Louisville, it, to me, and, and I said this when they came into the conference, is from a national standpoint, I think they are vastly underrated as an athletic program top to bottom. They're 
good or decent in just about every sport, including soccer. You know, one soccer's a big deal here. I, I didn't know that. They're good in soccer? I didn't know that. Soccer, uh, obviously, basketball, football, and, and baseball, baseball. and basketball, they're elite. Yeah, absolutely they are. Baseball uh, and basketball, Louisville is elite right now. For Clemson fans who've made the trip to, to Louisville, you've seen their facilities and things. I mean, it's a really, really nice place. And it's close enough that I think you get a lot of the uh, oppose, the, the visiting fan base at games. Uh, a lot of Louisville people here, a lot of Clemson people made that trip. I think that will continue. So it's close enough that you can make those trips, which kind of, to me, that enhances the, the rivalry as well. Um, you know, it's, you know, Georgia Tech is kind of that. It, well, Georgia, people don't want to admit it. Georgia Tech is a rivalry. Um, Florida State certainly is. South Carolina, okay. Uh, Louisville, though, yeah. Five, give me five years, they're certainly in that category. Step aside, we'll take our next break. More of your phone calls coming up. ESPN's Way Too Early Top 25, starting from the bottom and working our way upwards. Some familiar teams. In those final five picks, Washington State at number 25 with your boy Mike Leach. Boise State at number 24. Texas at number 23. Are we really playing the Longhorns card again? Really, that's what we're going to do. An ACC team comes in at number 22. We'll tell you about that, plus more of your calls coming up. Integra Bank Mortgage has a home loan program for most every need. Whether you need a mortgage or construction loan or refinancing, call Art Ray at 653-9999. Integra Bank Mortgage, member FDIC, equal housing lender, NMLS number 4638013. No matter where you're going, you'll see hundreds of convenience stores along your route. What sets Locomart in Clemson apart? Quality gasoline at awesome prices? Yes. Rewards to help you save even more money? Yes. But you'll also find a huge craft beer selection at Locomart that you wouldn't find at a normal convenience store. There's only one stop you need to make. Locomart on Old Greenville Highway and Highway 123. Proudly locally owned and operated. Marathon. Fueling the American spirit. It's bow time at Bojangles. Try the new Chicken Supreme Sandwich today. Do you need LED tube, flood, high bay, or canopy lights? Crute LED will pass on Duke Power rebates up front with a verification of your business's Duke Power bill. Online at CruteLED.com or in person at 109 Interstate Boulevard in Anderson, South Carolina. With the warm weather, we think of spring cleaning our homes and businesses. Be sure to include your plumbing system inside and out on your list of spring cleaning chores. Your friends at Roto-Rooter, serving the upstate and western North Carolina, are here 24-7 if your plumbing spring cleaning gets the best of you. Check out their website for spring plumbing tips so you won't have to contact them. And if you do, it's rotorooter.com or 800-GET-ROTO. Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And the weight goes troubles down the drain. Mickey here. Let me tell you about our friends at Zero Res Carpet and Air Duct Cleaning. Traditional carpet cleaners leave your carpet either soaking wet or it gets dirtier faster. Zero Res uses empowered water, so your carpets won't get stiff and crunchy. With no residue, they'll stay cleaner longer. No toxic chemicals or detergents. Mention Mickey and get three rooms for $129 and a fourth room free. Online at ZeroResGreenville.com or call 558-7300. Spell it backwards or forwards, it's the right way to clean. Hi guys, this is Liana from Local Q inviting you to come see me for our awesome lunch specials from 11 to 3, Monday through Friday. Come pick from five wings, a half a barbecue sandwich, or a taco with one or two of our great sides. Can't make it during the week? We also offer a unique brunch menu Saturday and Sunday from 10 to 4. Come try our Kahlua-soaked Monte Cristo just to make sure you wash it down with one of our barbecue Bloody Marys or share a mimosa pitcher with friends. Remember, Local Q is 21 and up at all times with a valid ID. 30 Orchard Park Drive, Greenville. Geico presents a voicemail from your friend, Washing Machine. Hi, it's Washing Machine. It's about, oh, 7 o'clock on Wednesday. So, good news, bad news. First, I found your lost sock. Exciting! Also, I might have maybe flooded the whole basement. It's going to be pretty expensive. But hey, at least you got that sock. Your washing machine won't pay for water damage. Luckily, one call to the GEICO Insurance Agency makes it easy to switch and save on homeowner's insurance. It's auction time again. Saturday, May 6th, the Johnny King Auctioneers returns to Hollis Jackson Farm in Inman, South Carolina. 
They'll be selling cars, trucks, tractors, skid steers, excavators, golf carts, bulldozers, storage containers, tools, and so much more. Anybody can buy, anybody can sell. Go to jkauctions.com for all auction information or call 554-0929. That's Saturday, May 6th in Inman. Go Tigers from Johnny King Auctioneers, bringing buyers and sellers together. Phil Pot on WCCP. Why, you stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder. And now, back to Roy and Ben. You better, you better. Ben gave me the rest of the story during the break. <laughs> Go ahead and expect Ben to be on his very best in terms of edginess this afternoon. <laughs> you don't have to tell everything you know, Roy. Well, no, I do. That's part of the fun of being on the air. Uh, but there was more to the story on the little incident that occurred uh, right before upper management arrived here. But that's good. It makes makes a lot of sense, and I, I get a little <laughs> bit more now. It's very, very good. It's not good, but, you know, I understand. Uh, 654-ROAR is our phone number. Breaking news out of Columbia. I'm going to give that to you in just a second, involving three South Carolina football players accused of something bad in five points. Tell you about that after our phone call here with Snap Hook, who joins us next. In five points? In five points. Snap Hook, good afternoon. You're on the air. What's going on, fellas? How are you? I'm doing good, man. Just sitting there eating lunch. Um, talking about the whole Louisville thing, I never have been able to put my finger on it why I don't like, especially the football program. Is it just me, or does it remind you of like one of the Jimmy Johnson Miami teams? It, it has a renegade component to it. A- absolutely, it does. You got Petrino, you bring in transfers, there's a little bit of baggage, players like Devontae Fields. We're not sure how we feel about this. Absolutely. It, it's like Miami reincarnated in 2015, 16, 17. Sure, certainly, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if it's just, just that or just the whole kind of thug swagger they got going on out there. The- <laughs> The coach who rides for Hex Angels, um, I, I don't know. I mean, just, I, I really don't know. It just, something about it just rubs me the wrong way. And I don't know, kind of like the the cocky arrogance of Lamar Jackson last year. And I think every Clemson fan on the planet can agree that, you know, him, he won the Heisman in September, not a month after that. So I don't know if we're just kind of, kind of still, sore about that subject or not what but i mean it, it it does it just it it rubs me the wrong way just that entire football program I, I that's the only that's the only analogy i can use the jimmy johnson miami teams that kind of just you got to respect them because they're good but just their existence pisses you off you know what i'm saying <laughs> yes i do <laughs> i get it snapbook thank you I, here's the thing and, and this will sound different if Clemson loses up there this year in that ACC opener up at Papa John Stadium, the ACC, to me, needed a little bit of this to enhance its football brand, right? I mean, don't get me wrong. Clemson and Florida State are setting the bar extremely high for this conference and for the Atlantic Division with all the success that those two programs have had this decade. And Florida State's done it more consistently and for a longer period of time, going all the way back to its entrance into the ACC back in 1992. So uh, all mad respect due to the Seminoles. Uh, Clemson has now owned it this decade as well. And so those two kind of set the bar. And then you've got other teams that are kind of coming in and out of the top 25 with semi-regularity this decade. Georgia Tech has done it at times. North Carolina has done it. Virginia Tech has as well. We, we, we think Miami's got a chance to be consistently better with Mark Richt and the recruiting that they've done down there in South Beach here in recent years. Uh, but Louisville has brought this kind of outsider's mentality to the goody two-shoes league that to me, I, I don't want to say it tarnishes the brand. It's not the right word, but it just gives the league an edgy team that it hasn't had. You know, Florida State, you know, in some of its years, Jameis Winston – when it won all those conference championships in a row in the 1990s and the early part of the previous decade here in the new millennium, there it was kind of edgy like that. But Louisville, I think, has even taken it to a different level where you bring in transfers that probably are not going to be accepted at other schools in this conference. And, you know, Louisville, maybe a linebacker hits you out of bounds. He's kind of talking a little bit of excess trash after the fact. And, yeah, you just kind of live out there on the edge somewhat. 
I, I don't think that's a bad deal for the ACC. However, I recognize I say that when Clemson has owned Louisville since it's joined this conference. And so it's easier for us in this space at this station. And we got a lot of Clemson fans listening and say, oh, yeah, you know, but Louisville's a little out there. But, you know, it's probably not a bad deal for the ACC. It's enhanced the brand. We'll lose to them. And then all of a sudden we're like, wait a second. No, this isn't acceptable. Right. So, I mean, there's a part of that that goes with it. But overall, I think the inclusion of that program and its brand, and it's got one, hasn't been a bad deal for the ACC uh, thus far. Yeah, people on the text line saying, you know, they don't belong in the conference because of academics, and transfers, all the things you just said. However, I I still take them any day and twice on Sundays over Maryland. And that's that's where we were. Um, uh, you're dropping knowledge right there on me. That was good. And I do... There, there is that renegade element to them because I, I, before they got into the ACC, you know, several years before that, I think there was that thought that we'll do anything, take anyone that can help us in in athletics. And if I, don't, I may be wrong about this, it feels like maybe they've tightened up on that a little bit. I would imagine that the ACC, uh, you know, they had significant conversations about that when they first accepted them into the conference. So, I don't know. I'm kind of past that right now. Maybe I wouldn't be past that if we were losing to them in football, but at this, at this present time, that's that doesn't really cross my mind all that much. On the Lamar Jackson front, I, I would offer you a differing opinion. Let's think about how he just burst onto the scene the way that he did at the early part of last season. And I'm going to pat ourselves on the back here for a second because nobody else is going to do it, but he was the one player that we identified post-spring last year. You and I did it, I think, independently, yeah. that this was going to be the break breakthrough player in the ACC last year. We didn't know he was going to be as good as he turned out to be to win the Heisman Trophy, etc. But Lamar Jackson exploded onto the scene. They put up 63 against Florida State, the most points scored against the Seminoles in Florida State football history. Think about that for a second. Uh, you got Lamar Jackson leaping over defenders up at the Carrier Dome, another 60-point outburst. They pour 70 on Charlotte. Charlotte stinks, but still... The whole month of September, all Louisville did was win every single game and score more than 60 points in each one of those victories. So put yourself in his shoes to have that kind of month, and then he's supposed to stay grounded. Well, in my estimation, he kind of did. I, mm-hmm. I remember after the loss here at Clemson, he was brought into the press room afterwards, and he was very complimentary of the Clemson team, of Deshaun Watson, of the environment, of the game itself. And I don't want to say it was happy-go-lucky, but it almost had that kind of mentality to him when he had just lost for the first time as a starting quarterback. And I was blown away. And remember, too, that was the game in which he got put in the headlock by our good friend Ben Bolware, and there was a lot of kind of national heat coming down on that sequence. And Jackson completely just blew that up. He was like, no, it's just a football play. Now, he was barking at the officials afterwards, as we all would, had that happened with us in a game like that. Right. Uh, again, Bullware, if he plays for your team, you love him. If he plays for the opposition yet, you can't stand him. But Jackson wasn't even crying about that afterwards. After his first loss, when he had kind of taken a slice of humble pie in that kind of environment, and the direction of their season changed afterwards, and, and, and I, I didn't think that he was holier than thou or that he you know, was stuck up or had any kind of attitude. As I, 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 would, I thought he was very gracious in defeat last year. So I, I would disagree with that component of Snaphook's call. I would too, and I think because he played, he's such a good player for a budding rival team. You naturally want to make him out to be a bad guy, but I haven't seen anything to make me think that. And I, I agree with you. The things that he said, while he may not be the most articulate guy in the world, it doesn't make he's doesn't make him a bad guy. Uh, and you know, we were all we were all a little skewed in our quarterback thinking last year because you had this kid named Deshaun Watson here. But to me, the reality was the month of September for Lamar Jackson was as good a month as I've ever seen a college quarterback play. Now, unfortunate for him, there was also part of October and November. But Kentucky says hello. Yeah, hey, Kentucky. Exactly. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Houston, et cetera. But, but, the first, but for the month of September, I mean, he's as good as anybody's played the position. In college football for that I mean, month. he was as fun to watch as anybody that's played that position. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, and again, he came back down to earth. I realize that you judge an entire season, but 
I think the the hype at the end of September was warranted for Lamar Jackson, and I don't like saying that, but I, to me, that's just the reality of it. That makes it so much more curious to see what this next season is like for him because mm-hmm. he spent the entire spring working on the passing game, getting better as a throwing quarterback. Uh, we went through some of the preseason draft rankings for next year. Yesterday on the show, and CBS Sports had him as a number three quarterback that uh, should be available for next year's draft. And if he gets better in the passing game, he could he could maybe be the number one quarterback. Sam Darnold is up there. Uh, the guy from Wyoming is up there. Uh, not to mention Josh Rosen out at UCLA. And if Jackson gets better in the downfield passing game, how realistic that is this coming season, I'm not really sure. But if he does, uh, who knows what that Louisville team is going to be capable of. That leads us back to our original conversation on ESPN's way too early top 25 at the bottom moving upwards again. Washington State comes in at number 25. Boise State at number 24. Texas and new head coach Tom Herman coming at number 23. And the thought here is you got eight starters back on offense, 10 on defense. And finally, for the first time since Vince Young was playing football down in Austin, you feel like with Tom Herman, they're going to have an offensive identity. I I think that they will, but they lost Foreman, the running back. I I don't know if Texas belongs in anybody's preseason top 25 coming off the 5-7 and seven mark and 3-6 and six mark in the Big 12 last year. The ACC team at number 22 is Virginia Tech. Gerard Evans, what a mistake it was for him to leave Blacksburg a year early. And, you know, it, it, it's so sad on Twitter. He surprised everybody in Hokie land announcing that he was going to make himself eligible for the NFL draft after just one season. Nobody saw that coming. If Evans was back, I think Tech would be the favorite in the Coastal Division next year. The fact that he's not there and the fact that he went undrafted is a really big deal. But Virginia Tech comes in at number 22. Evans changed his Twitter profile. You know, the big picture at the very top, not Uh the actual, you know, selfie or the profile pic, but the one that kind of spans the top of your Twitter profile. He changed that to all the quarterbacks that were drafted this year. NFL draft, I guess, to serve as motivation. I, I I don't know. He needs to change it to CFL. <laughs> or Arena like, Football League. Like the, the worst of the Canadian National Anthem. But, I mean, what was he doing? Why did you leave early, Gerard Evans? And remember, this was the guy, too, that was – he he, he respected uh, Deshaun Watson going into the ACC championship game, and he said he watched him as he was playing Juco and all these kinds of things. And then when the ACC championship game got here – started mocking him, like doing the, the little bow and arrow thing and was talking trash to the Clemson sideline before you lost. And then you declared for the draft. I, I don't have a lot of love for Gerard Evans right now. Good luck in the NFL. You're going to need all the luck you can get. And you know what? You're probably not going to play it down a football the next level. No, and meanwhile, Virginia Tech, counting on him being here this coming season. Exactly. The outlook for that program would be, I, I would say, be, you know, they, they're, they'd be the favorite. Oh, if Evans is back, that's what I just said. If Evans is back, they're the favorite of the Coastal. I only listen to every third word. (laughs) Uh, I'm not buying Tech as a top 25 team to begin this season. They were 10-4 and last year, 6-2 and in the conference, lost to Clemson in the ACC championship game. Minus Evans, minus Isaiah Ford, minus Bucky Hodges. You got five starters back on offense, seven on defense. I'm not feeling the the, the Hokies right now. Hendon Hooker's that Juco transfer, that quarterback that enrolled early, rather, that they think has got a chance to maybe play a quarterback after Evans. Also, Josh Jackson really didn't set, uh, settle anything after spring practice. A.J. Bush is another contender to to win that starting quarterback job. I, I'm not buying Virginia Tech at number 22, and it's year two under Justin Fuente, and it's year like 70 uh, for the defensive coordinator that's been there for an, forever, uh, Bud Foster, but I, I don't feel Virginia Tech. Number 21, the ESPN way too early top 25 rankings, Florida. Nine and four last season, six and two in the SEC. Nine starters are back on offense. Who's the quarterback? I don't know. I, who's gonna, who's the quarterback going to be at Florida this year? I, I don't know. Luke Del Rio had surgery on his shoulder in January, then minor surgery on his throwing shoulder in March. I thought Malik Zaire was going to end up at Florida. I, I don't know if that's happening. But yet Florida, until somebody dethrones the Gators from the SEC East Championship, I I, I still think they're probably one of the favorites unless you put your faith in Kirby Smart in Georgia this year. Uh, we'll see, but only five starters are back on defense, nine are back on offense for head coach Jim McElwain, who's won the SEC East in each of his first two seasons down in Gainesville. Uh, West Virginia comes in at number 20. Another 10-win campaign last year under Dana Holgerson, who's built his brand. Only seven starters are back, though, between the two 
sides of the football, four on offense, three on defense. I have heard some good things surrounding the quarterback transfer. Ironically, that came from the uh, number 21 team in these rankings, Florida, Will Greer. Remember, he was the guy that was busted for performance-enhancing drugs or something close to that. It was a supplement he shouldn't have taken, was suspended. Now he's transferred, and it sounds like it's been a really good move for both him and for West Virginia. West Virginia, for whatever reason, usually is underrated in these preseason polls. Uh, the lack of returning starters, perhaps, a reason why this year. But I think Holkerson has done a really good job in building the identity of that that program. Their defense was better last year. Remember, they run the stack defense. You get the odd front. It's like a 3-5-5 five, five or whatever. It's very strange, but it can be difficult to prepare for. Ask all the other teams in the Big 12. I'm buying stock in WVU and the Mountaineers this season. I like what he's done up there. Well, it's Big 12. They're just not used to anybody running the defense, <laughs> right? That's very true. Uh, we'll give you the top 19 teams coming up. If you want to talk about it with us, 654-7627 on the Northland Communication phone lines. Our second hour plus Daniel Shirley up next. Locked up tight in the Blue Ridge Security Studio, the flagship station for all things sports. WCCP, Clemson Greenville, 105.5, The Roar. Big boys play with big toys, and no one has bigger toys than Bennett Equipment and Supply. In business for nearly 17 years, they know big toys. They're the go-to dealer for Takeuchi equipment and the largest supplier of scaffolding in the upstate. With 30 employees and over 600 pieces of rental equipment. Serving upstate South Carolina, western North Carolina, and northeastern Georgia. Bennett Equipment and Supply. With locations in Greenville and Spartanburg. Log on to BennettEquipment.net. If you dream of owning your own business but are overwhelmed at where to start or what to do, call JanPro. Whether it's extra income or starting a new career, JanPro will guide you, train you, support you the whole way. Just listen. We made a very small investment into the business, but yet they took the time to train us and to teach us, you know, how to do what we were supposed to do and everything. And not only to train us, but they follow up with us. Call 485-3053 or online at jan-prowc.com. Blue the dog here for propane. Making the rounds with my owner, the propane man, has allowed me to see a lot. I may just be a simple dog. I didn't attend the elite boarding kennels, and you'll never see me on Barking with the Stars. But I do know that propane is the smart fuel that lets millions of Americans live where they want and how they want. It's clean, reliable, and powers modern appliances from tankless water heaters to high-efficiency furnaces. Learn more at ProudlyPropane.com. The good news? Our business is growing. The bad news? We have to hire again. Ugh, the searching. Oh, where do we look? What if we hire the wrong person? Actually, we could use ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter? ZipRecruiter makes hiring fast and easy. With one click, our job would be posted to 100 leading job sites. But are the candidates any good? You bet. As soon as we post our job, ZipRecruiter starts identifying the best matches and notifies them to apply, all within minutes. Well... Whether you're looking to fill one position or 20, find the best candidates fast with ZipRecruiter. Find out why ZipRecruiter has been used by hundreds of thousands of businesses in a variety of industries nationwide. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash score. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash score. ZipRecruiter.com slash score. At Lowe's, we know pros appreciate a promise kept, a challenge met, a job well done. And we know pros appreciate saving money. So during Lowe's Pro Appreciation Event, pro customers can ask to save 10% on in-store paint and paint accessories purchases when you use your Lowe's business credit account. So hurry in and save on the supplies pros use every day. Visit the Pro Desk for details. Offer valid 427 through 510. Subject to credit approval and can't be combined with other credit offers. Exclusions apply U.S. only. If you or a loved one is struggling with drug or alcohol addiction, call Addiction Recovery now at 864-520-5126. Our trained addiction specialists are available 24-7, and all calls are free and confidential. Your insurance may cover 100% of all costs, so call now. We work with top accredited facilities across the country for any kind of addiction and age group. So let Addiction Recovery now find the best option to fit your needs. Call now at 864-520-5126. 
At Simmons Mattress Outlet in Seneca, we've added new models with the new year. We now carry both Serta and Beautyrest for more selection and more savings on your new mattress. We have the largest in-stock inventory around, so you can always find the mattress you need at the right price. And when you buy your new mattress, we give you the box spring free. Open seven days a week. Simmons Mattress Outlet is located in the old Walmart across from Chick-fil-A in Seneca. Roy Philpott on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. All right, second hour of the show begins right now. Daniel Shirley, sports editor of the Macon Telegraph, joins us in about 18 and a half minutes. Maybe 17 and a half if we're lucky. Daniel was telling me a great story last night. <laughs> kind of goes to your lunch story. And he had kind of a confrontation on social media, which really shouldn't have happened. And it, the only reason it did was because of some idiot on the other end of direct messenger, so to speak. And I, I enjoy those stories when it doesn't involve me. When it, when it involves me, it's like my whole day comes to a crashing halt for like seven and a half hours until I finally just get over it. But if it happens to Ben in a lunch line or if it happens to Daniel on one of the social media sites out there, I, I, I can't get enough of it. <laughs> I can't get enough of it. So I expect edgy Daniel Shirley and edgy Ben Milstead with normal Roy Philpott in our next segment. And I think that that will make for some pretty good radio. I can't even wrap my mind around what that would even look like. Uh, <laughs> well, we're going to find out. What is Roy, What is normal Roy Philpott? Normal is, you know how I am. I mean, you know, a little mm -hmm. testy. When did you grow a beard? <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to yesterday's show, you know what that meant. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I grew the beard like back in November. And, and by the way, I'm never getting rid of it. I don't know why it took me 40 years to do this, but I'm never getting rid of it. I, I love the beard. And I'm also very much in touch with, like, beard care. Like, I want to care for the beard. And I'm going to grow it out a little bit right now in the middle of the off season. Judge me if you will. I don't really care, but that, that's how much I enjoy it, right? It's like this whole new, it's like a whole new world has been opened up for me. You know, I gotta, you gotta kind of, you gotta keep it, you know, trimmed up a little bit. You gotta make sure that, you know, it doesn't get too dry. Sometimes it gets a little itchy. You gotta take care of it that way. So like, this whole other life I didn't know about, and I, I love it. I, I'm consumed by it right now. Are we gonna get a? If Clemson wins the ACC, no, I'll shave my beard. No, 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 <laughs> no. I've learned my lesson. I'm okay. not doing that. And. Um, we got to get the tattoo at some point, too, which we're going to do. Zach and I are going to do Yeah, that. there have been many calls about it. Now, Zach is blaming you for that's the fine. delay. Yeah, and that's fine. And there's there's truth in that. We just kind of got to get our act together, which is me getting my act together and figuring out what we're actually going to get. Well, you don't have to go at the same time, though. I mean, Zach, you, you know, well, you but, but do anybody there's to hold your hand. No, there's some moral support involved. You know, there's, I, I, I'm okay. I, I'm not going to shy away from that. I, I kind of need somebody there. Uh, no, he's not holding my hand for crying out loud, but just, you know, kind of. Say, hey, we got to do this. Oh, I would love to go with you. Really? Yes. Really? Yeah. Oh, you tell me You tell me when and I, I'm there. Okay, but if you go with two other dudes to get a tattoo or to watch them get a tattoo, you're going to get roped into getting a tattoo too. I'll be the one holding the camera laughing at you. <laughs> no, there's going to be no camera. This, this is not going to be it, on television. If my wife would allow it, oh, I'm doing it. You I'm would do it? Tomorrow. You would do it? Yeah. Get she, Mahaley on the phone. We can make that happen. I love her more than I love tattoos though. She would say no. Yeah. It's a special occasion. The national championship victory was a very special occasion. Yeah. Is there anything that's been more special than that outside of the birth of your three sons and the marriage date, the anniversary date? Really? No. Right. Yeah. See, you know, the, the tiger ball has the, the four fingers or four toes. I guess those are toes, technically. <laughs> fingers, toes, whatever. Appendages. <laughs> Phalanges. And so I always thought I'd get my get my three sons names and my wife's name you know one for each of the four there okay well let's do that see that's like that's i'm more motivated now than ever before to, to to know that that's a possibility for upper management here that's yeah, great but if nothing else i'll go and watch and again document uh, document the uh the tears and things like that that might happen. is it painful to get a tattoo does is it, it hurt painful? yes it hurts bad it depends on where you I'm get i'm not it. getting a big tattoo i heard ben bullware Interview talking about getting it, you know, on his uh, on his Achilles, the mm -hmm. the national championship. He did perfect. get that on there. He did. Yeah, 
because one of the ESPN guys said that the linebackers were the Achilles heel of this team. Desmond Howard. Yeah, Desmond. So he gets the national championship trophy on his Achilles. Only Ben Bulwer thinks of things like that, which is why he's, we have such a man crush. But anyway, said most painful place ever. Really? On your Achilles. Like, well, I'm not doing that. Turns out that's a really sensitive area. Yeah, I would think so. 654 roars our phone number. Daniel Shirley in our next segment. More on the ESPN Way Too Early Top 25. In this segment, our second hour brought to you by Complete Nutrition. Online at CompleteNutrition.com. I want you to lose weight. I want you to feel fantastic. I want you to look great this summer. Complete Nutrition, as you have come to understand here on this show, is the best way to do it with their products and supplements. Uh, They can help suppress that appetite. They can do it in a natural way. They can help you sleep better at night, which is great for your health. Uh, They can help you gain energy without some kind of crazy crash. All their different products and supplements, too many to list list right now. 